what the fuck is up? It's Philly, and welcome back to No Bleeps. You guys, this week has been a shit show. Like, when I tell you guys, there are so many freaking things happening in my life. I'm stressed to the maximum. I feel like I have to move soon, which is definitely just not ideal because we're in this panty right now, and I don't want to be interacting with people. I don't want to not be in my little bubble, but there's just, like, so many things happening that I'm, like, I'm stressed. And it's kind of a 911 emergency situation because there's just like things that are wrong with where I'm living and it's just everything is falling apart. That's what I mean. And what I mean by things are falling apart, I mean literally. So that's just some insight into what's going on in my life. But, you know, I'm just going to be looking at the positives as in like this is something that is fixable. This is just one little small thing in the grand scheme of life. And, you know, I'm healthy. My family is healthy. My dad just got the vaccine yesterday. So everything could be going a lot worse than it is. And for that, I'm just going to be grateful for everything. But it's just times like these that you're just like, oh my gosh, like, what else could possibly happen next? You know, let me not freaking say that. But Last year, you guys, I got into a car accident around this time. And I just think, like, the beginning of the year, like, this time of the year is maybe just, like, not my time of year. I don't know what it is. But there's always something, like, big that has to happen. So I'm just feeling like there's, like, a pattern. But honestly, you guys, after that car accident last year, I just don't even think anything can shake me because that was bad. That was, like, that whole, like, dealing with the insurance was the worst part because they were just, like you're you're gonna get it like you're not gonna be at fault like it's a hundred percent their fault and then like last minute they were like "Mm, yeah so i'm like what the fuck the whole thing was like a mess because you know what now i'm mad all over again first of all so the accident happened and there was literally no one around at all like nobody it was me and my boyfriend in the car and i don't want to get specific but anyways The insurance literally told me on the phone, like, it was not my fault and this was going to be, like, so easy. And then all of a sudden, one day she was like, oh, like, I have a witness. And I was like, what? Where? How? When? When the fuck was there a witness? There was no, like, days later, you're going to be like, oh, I got one? Huh? I'm so, like, like, we couldn't go back to the spot. I just... It was, like, weird. I was sketched out. I was, like, you know, is, like, one of her fucking friends lying for her or something? Because that's just what it felt like. It That's just what it felt like. She just, like, randomly was able to, like, find someone who was, like, walking across the street. Like, it just made no sense. And, yeah, it ended up being my fault. And I've never been so bad in my life. So now anytime any situation happens where I just expect the worst and I, yeah. But anyways, now that I'm all, all mad again we're gonna get into some of the topics that I want to talk about today because there has been some crazy shit that has gone on in the internet and this Roman Atwood story is just absolutely insane you guys but there are some lighthearted topics that I definitely want to get into before we get into some serious like FBI shit because I just can't even process what is going on with Roman Atwood and his entire family but I mean 
obviously for the past couple of weeks i won't shut the fuck up about driver's license and i'm still on it because it's still the best song and the drama just keeps coming it just keeps coming so for anybody that does not know what the fuck is going on with miss olivia rodrigo joshua bassett and sabrina carpenter basically olivia rodrigo from high school musical the musical the series it's on disney plus watch it if you have not watched it wrote a song driver's license about how she liked this boy not like loved she loved she was in love with this man she's in love with this man and basically they're not together anymore and she still loves him and he's with another girl now the girl that she was jealous and always worried about anyways to break it all down the song is about joshua bassett her co-star on the show and he told her he was gonna wait for her to turn 18 for them to date and that didn't happen he ended up dating sabrina carpenter before she could turn 18 which is literally in a couple weeks you guys it's literally so heartbreaking and so in the song she basically says like you know she references the blonde girl sabrina carpenter she says that she always worried about her because it just made her feel super insecure she wasn't saying anything nasty about sabrina other than like i was jealous of you and now you're with my man and like i'm really sad and joshua came out with a song but it wasn't about olivia he had wrote that song long ago it just seemed a little weird because the music videos looked like and people do think that it's about olivia but it's not sabrina came out with a song that was basically like fuck you i'm with your man i'm on his skin it just it was really harsh and so Sabrina got a lot of backlash because her song was mean. It definitely was mean. Everyone on TikTok is like, Olivia's over here. Like, I just am really sad and like, I'm jealous of you. And Sabrina's song was like, I'm fucking him. Everyone just got that same vibe. But then Sabrina obviously has been getting a lot of hate and people felt like the reason why she made the song was because a lot of the fans were really upset for Olivia and have been attacking Sabrina, which... I don't understand why we need to be attacking Sabrina, at least before the song came out, because she had no real, like, connection to Olivia. Like, I guess they were friends, but not really. I mean, they were friends through the Disney grapevine. But in terms of Joshua, Sabrina didn't really betray her in any way. And Joshua is the one that literally promised someone who was not 18 that he was going to wait for her and then did not wait for her. I mean, come on. It's just very clear there's only one person here that hurt someone's feelings and it wasn't Sabrina's. But anyways, Sabrina made a post on Instagram talking about this entire situation and she said, thank you to everyone who has listened to Skin, the name of her song, especially those who have opened their minds to lyrically what I was trying to get across. I wasn't bothered by a few lines in a magnificent song. She's referencing driver's license and wrote a diss track about it. I was at a tipping point in my life for countless reasons, so I was inspired to do what I usually do, cope, write, something that I wish I could have told myself in the past. People can only get to you if you give them the power to, and a lot of people were trying to get to me. The song isn't calling out one single person. Some lines address a specific situation, while other lines address plenty of other experiences I've had this past year. It also shows that many things have actually gotten under my skin and I'm still learning to not give other people so much power over my feelings. I know a lot of you struggle with the same. I don't want this to become an endless cycle, so please don't take this as an opportunity to send more hate anyone's way. Lots of love to you. Thanks for letting me grow. Now, this entire situation, a lot of people have been like, oh my gosh, it's a PR stunt. It's a PR stunt. And I just don't think it is. I think Olivia just wrote a really good song about how she's feeling. And that was that. I think that Joshua's song, he announced that it was going to be coming out before Olivia put her song out. So it just so happened that 
his song just was very similar to Olivia's video and his song's lyrics just really meshed well with the drama and all this stuff. But Sabrina did make her song as a response to driver's license. At least part of the lyrics were about driver's license. Like her team was like, girl, you got to get this going. Like you really need to get this song out here. Like get in the studio right now. This drama is hot. We need to sell this. You are going to make money. And so I know her case, it was definitely PR for her to put that song out, but not everyone else. I don't think anyone else is in on the drama at all. And Olivia is number one on the charts for the second week in the row. And I'm like literally so freaking happy for her. Oh, literally incredible. Dua Lipa. You know, when I play my music to people who I really respect or look up to, then I hear my songs in a different perspective. Cardi B. I know what it feels like when you feel like everybody turn your back and like, don't ever think it's because you did something wrong. Harry Styles. I feel like I'm falling more and more in love with, with making music each time I get to do it. You know these artists for their songs, videos, and epic performances. But they have so many stories beyond their fame. That's what we're here to share with you on the Spot Podcast. We sit down with some of the biggest names in music. And along the way, our guests reveal stories that even their biggest fans may have never heard before. Check out the Spout Podcast to hear famous people spout off about more than what they're famous for. And find out who's spouting off next, wherever you get your podcasts. But that is that drama. I definitely want to move on to some other freaking stuff. If you guys watch The Bachelor, I definitely just want to say this really quickly. If you guys watch The Bachelor, right now we're on like episode like four, I think. And this is like the worst part of the show. But this couple episodes, I don't know anybody that truly like loves the drama parts of the show. Like there's good drama and then there's drama that like annoys you. Because right now there's a girl in Victoria on the show and Matt, the Bachelor, doesn't even like her. Okay, he doesn't even want to be around her. He doesn't want to talk to her. He doesn't want any one-on-one time with her. He doesn't want to kiss her. She's like the only one that like literally hasn't been kissed. And it's because he doesn't like her and the producers are making him keep her because she is crazy and she's dramatic. I just, I think the producers sometimes like go too far. Like I could have handled like maybe one or two episodes of Victoria being crazy But at this point, it's super obvious that he doesn't like her at all. And I don't know why they keep torturing us by keeping people that he doesn't like around. I think a lot of people really like when it gets like very romantic and lovey-dovey on the show and not so much the dramatic stuff. And also like when you keep around people that are like that, then they start to question The Bachelor because people don't always think like about the producers having involvement in this stuff and Also, I've been hearing a lot of stuff just like on Twitter when I'm watching it and people are like live tweeting. They're like, oh my gosh, like, won't this person just be quiet and stop saying like, I want more time with him and just go and talk to him? Well, I was listening to the Chatty Broads podcast and Becca Martinez was on Ari season of The Bachelor. And she was basically saying that when you're at like a cocktail party or like a group date and you go to like steal someone, it really isn't like your decision. Like the producers kind of tell you when you can go and interrupt someone and they are the ones that like let you know. So when they're saying like they want more time, it's really not totally up to them. 
But I think it's just so interesting when people like get mad at the contestants for being like, why don't you just go talk to him then? You're so annoying. It's because they can't. So now when I watch it, I just feel bad for them. But I just wanted to say that and vent a little bit because, you know, you guys, it's been a week. I feel like I need to vent. But I definitely have a lot of things to say about this next story that we are going to be talking about. And this is Roman Atwood and his entire family having to go through a freaking FBI investigation because of the shit that has been going on in their life. If you guys don't know Roman Atwood, this guy has been around for a very, very long time. He has 10 million subscribers on his Roman Atwood channel, and then he has a vlog channel with 15.5 million subscribers. Now, Roman used to do like crazy prank videos on his channel, and then he started to do vlogs with his family, and everybody loved them. Honestly, I have been watching Roman for a very, very long time, and I remember when him and Brittany got engaged, they had a baby, and they just had another baby, and I just, I was wondering where they were all last year, and I kept hearing people being like, where is Roman Atwood? Like, what happened to Roman? And they were like posting every now and again, but it wasn't consistent, and he used to post very consistently, so it was just very out of the norm for him to be posting like once every four months. Everyone was like, what the fuck is going on? And I got a lot of DMs about people being like, what's going on with Roman or what happened to Roman and last year was fucking crazy so I was like did this man get canceled like what happens I had no idea he did make a video talking about things going on in his family and very personal stuff with his mother and that stuff I thought was you know what was going on in their life and I just thought maybe they wanted to take a break from being on the internet a little bit and you know, not want to have the cameras around because they're dealing with such grief. But it turns out that on top of that, they were dealing with something that was literally so scary and horrifying. And I just can't even imagine having to go through the shit that they went through, like not even just grief, but on top of grief, being terrified for your life, terrified for your kids. It's just crazy. So basically... They posted a video this week titled Forced Off YouTube Full FBI Story. And it's a 14-minute video where they're finally able to tell everybody where they've been and what actually happened to them. And, you know, the thing is when there's investigations and things like this are happening, they can you can't really talk about things that are going on. So they weren't able to say any of this last year because it would have fucked with the investigation and probably everybody involved would then know about everything and it just would have fucked everything up. But basically they were dealing with I feel like stalker isn't even like a good word for it because that really just makes you think of someone that is just like watching you. This was more than that. This was psychological torture stalkers type of stuff. So in this video, they basically said the reason why they were so silent on social media last year was because they were forced to leave YouTube. They had literally no other choice but to get off the internet to protect themselves from these serious and dangerous situations that they were dealing with because the harassment from these stalkers was nonstop. I mean, they had to get the FBI involved. That's just that just tells you everything right there. So in the video that they posted, they said that they, you know, been on YouTube for 12 years and for them to just take a break 
just that was serious for them to go away and not say anything is so 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 serious and they said that they had to leave out of fear for their lives and they had no other choice and they revealed that the reason why they had to leave was because these extreme stalkers were not just people that call you on the phone there were multiple individuals targeting them and their entire family with serious, serious claims of harassment, things that they were going to be doing to this family. They said the stalker's actions included making bomb threats at a family funeral. Like, what the fuck is wrong with... They made bomb threats at a funeral. Like... I just don't understand what type of human being would do that to someone. Like, someone is already grieving, they're at a funeral, and you're going to... I just... It's it's honestly sickening. And they said that they even, like, changed their family's mailing address and car insurance policy, and they sent pictures from their security camera system to their own cell phones to be like you know we're freaking watching you that that scares me so badly and they said that the stalker sent text messages to the family they sent you know multiple voicemails threatening to hurt them harm them cause them death and even changed a lot of their personal information not just like the car insurance and stuff like that it's just absolutely horrifying so they had to stop. They had to get on offline. And I don't know if the goal for these people was to literally just get like a thrill out of fucking with their minds and scaring them. It's just, I just, people are so sick. I just can't believe there's people out there like that. But I know that they are because, you know, I, I have had situations where people would text me my own address and like I didn't know who it was and me and my friend we're both getting these types of messages and we felt like I talked about it on the podcast before I felt like it was someone that we used to work with that was messaging us this just trying to scare us and we had to get the police involved and it was just very scary and there's not much that they could even do for us and it's just the feeling that someone is watching you or someone that is going to come to you and get you there's nothing it's horrifying and they have children they have kids and i can't even imagine feeling not only scared for yourself but scared for your children and i just feel like the the only thing they felt that they could do was to just remove themselves from the internet to protect themselves i mean i don't even know how they could have acted like everything was okay on camera too like that's the other thing there's just no way that they could have even been like hey guys like what's up like no, not during a situation like that. That is just absolutely insane. And so, you know, they, they talked about in the video that they think there's like a bigger story to come, but this is kind of just their way of trying to move on is to finally get out there and tell everybody sort of like what happened to them and why they had to leave the internet. And they said that the things that happened to them go way beyond even just what I just told you. Like that was just scratching the surface of what these people were messaging them, saying to them. And that is absolutely just, I mean, oh my God. And I was listening to Philip Franco's show earlier and he was talking about the situation and he said that 
you know, something that is quite shocking and maybe even sad that it has to be so shocking is that the response from Roman's video is a lot of people being just like, oh my gosh, like this is horrible. Like I feel so bad. And honestly, that's an uncommon response in a situation like this. Like at a time when Kim Kardashian got robbed at gunpoint, people were like, this is fake. And people were also like, well, that's what happens when you blah, 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 show your life online. And I think that type of response is so disgusting because nobody ever is signing up to getting stalked, getting threats, being threatened. No one signs up for that. Absolutely the fuck not. And so um, Philip even brought that up and he was saying that this gives him hope. The response on Roman's video that people are nicer and people are empathetic to a situation like this and I don't know people just get so weird when things happen to celebrities or people with followings they're just like well you know you chose to put your life online blah 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 it's like what the who the fuck would ever sign up to put themselves in danger that's not the situation that's not it at all no one ever wants to be getting this type of shit happen to them the issue is that there are people out there that are sick and that want to scare people like this. That is the true issue and no one is signing up for that at all ever. And I just can't believe there's people out there that would say something like, well, you did blah, blah, blah. Like, do not, it's not their fault at all. They are a wholesome fucking family with children. They do not deserve threats. I just, I can't even process the mentality that some people honestly have in situations like this and it's truly people like that that probably have never even experienced being scared in this way and I hope they never do but it's just like that your mind goes into just it's hard to sleep at night it's scary you just feel so invaded even if no one has actually come into your home just knowing that someone is watching you or wants to scare you it's bad enough. It's fucking bad enough. And I don't, God, I just can't believe this. I'm happy that they were able to get back on the internet, get back to doing what they love again, and that they feel safe enough to tell their story. I'm happy that they were able to, you know, get this response because, oh man, uh, like I've said, and Philip DeFranco said, that is not the usual response. People are really fucking mean sometimes, but I just truly can't believe that they got driven off the internet. Like, what the fuck did they do to this person that this person wanted to do that to them? Like, a wholesome fucking family. Like, what? I just don't understand. But there are some seriously nasty people out there, and I definitely know that. And it's just insane what people would do to influencers and even when it comes to allegations and things like that people are just like well you signed up to do that like James Charles this week got accused of talking to a boy who was straight this person wasn't underage but you know James Charles is getting accused of this stuff like every other month it seems this is the situation and they usually come out and say that they lied about it and for cloud and all this stuff i mean the most recent one the guy was like like for part two of james charles like finding out that i was straight and then 
still trying to send me pictures and stuff and James called his ass out James commented on the TikTok and the guy ended up deleting the TikTok and then later James Charles went on to Twitter and was venting about the fact that people were making false allegations about him he said social media apps should have stronger policies around spreading false information it's actually insane how one person can fake a story or a screenshot for cloud and people will believe it because it's entertaining it's all fun and laughs until it happens to you and it's true like i just feel like every single time there's the story about james charles people are like oh my god this is but after what happened with him a couple years ago with with jeffrey star and shane and tati coming out and you know talking about him being a predator i just feel like when it comes to stories about james charles you really gotta proceed with caution because there's a lot of people that are trying to get clout from him and i am a hundred percent always like trying to hear everybody's story out i'm really trying to listen to people but if you're gonna say like for part two i'm gonna be a little skeptical or you're gonna say like follow me on instagram i'm gonna be a little skeptical and when you're gonna delete it after james charles calls you out i mean what is that like you guys like these types of things are so serious and I really, I hope people know how serious these things are. And making false claims like this really takes away from other people and makes it harder for other people to be believed. And I really try to believe every single thing that I hear. I really do. But with this James Charles stuff, sometimes I'm like, wait a minute. I need to proceed with caution because James has been through the ringer and he's almost taken his own life before because of a situation like this where he was falsely accused and the internet completely destroyed him. And also James has screenshot messages of this guy literally saying that he apologizes and that he was in the wrong. So that is like a whole other, I mean, it's just ridiculous. He came out and said, I confronted him a few nights ago and he sent me these and promised to delete them and then 10 minutes later unsent it all. Luckily, I string screenshotted all of it before he could. And James posted that this guy literally was like, my apologies. Just ridiculous. People want to see him go down. People want to see other people's families hurting. Oh my God. Like, this is why the internet is scary, you guys. Like, it's really fucking scary. And... There are people out there that just, like, want to dig and, like, hurt people. And it's horrifying. And now you guys know why I'm anonymous. Even though people have fucking tried it with me. And it's because people think I'm Shane Dawson. And I'm like, oh, oh my God, you guys. I made enough videos of Shane this week that there's no fucking way that I would ever let Shane be my brother-in-law. People think I am Shane. People think I'm Morgan. I literally just talked about Morgan like two videos ago. There's just no way. No way. Nothing even that we talk about even aligns. I just, I don't know. People have their theories and they love to run with it. But no, I'm not Morgan for the 10th millionth time. I'm not Shane either. But it was a fun conspiracy like when it lasted before everyone hated Shane. And then people were like, fuck you like I know you're Shane and <sighs> anyways that's I hope that is just long gone after this week and yeah I just really hope that people realize I'm not Shane at all but I know that there will still be some people that 
don't listen to the podcast and don't think that I'm a real person and believe still that I am one Shane Dawson or Morgan Adams, even though I make videos. Why would I? I just don't understand. Why would I make videos about myself that don't make me look good if I was Shane? That's the thing that doesn't make sense to me. Why would I do why would I do that to myself? Don't you think I would be like, oh my god, I love Jeffrey. Jeffree Star is the best person ever. Jeffree Star. I love him so much. Jeffrey does no wrong. There's no insider articles about Jeffrey. He's an amazing person. If I was Shane, don't you think those would be like the videos that I was making? Instead of like, Jeffree Star is like all these allegations against him and Shane Dawson ditched Trisha and he's such a horrible friend and he's like the worst telling rylan what to say on the podcast and like rylan has to speak for shane and morgan's posing this video about this clinic that she went to because one of her pupils is dilated more than the other and people think that she's promoting a scam and like why would i say all of that if i was them i'm just i don't know but people will still believe what they want i guess <laughs> i don't know but anyways I just had to come on here and vent to you guys a little bit because this week has just been a lot and there's been a lot of things that have been happening and we just needed some some girl time, some chitty chat time, and I hope you guys are having a good week, a luckier week than I am, and I hope everybody is got a good roof over their head and nothing is falling apart <laughs> around them but anyways i love you guys so much if you guys have a question that you want answered on the podcast i'm going to bring back the question and answers segment again and also if you guys want me to review something i got a message the other day they were like bring back the reviews and i don't know what to review like i bought the david dobrik puzzle that he was selling and i heard that it's really hard and i know that's going to come in the mail like whenever they ship that out but I'm a little scared because there's like no instructions and it's all like black and green and no one can solve it and I'm probably going to win 25 cents. It's probably going to be a scam, but I'll review that when I get that. But let me know what else you guys want me to review. Like, are there any influencer products that are out right now? I, I don't know about any right now or even just like celebrity products right now. Let me know in the comments if you're watching on YouTube and if you are listening to the podcast on any streaming platform, you can email me at noblepodcast at gmail.com. Also send me your questions for the Q&A. You can send it there or you can tweet me at noblepspod on Twitter. You can DM me or you can tweet me questions and I will be happy to answer them on the podcast, you guys. But I love you guys so much. I hope you guys are having a good week. I hope you have a good weekend because it's Thursday. Tomorrow is Friday. Yay. Happy Friday. Yeah, and I just love you guys so much. And thank you for being in my life and thank you for listening to this. If you guys do listen to this, like, I just, it blows my mind and I'm just so thankful. But okay, I gotta go. I love you guys so much for the 10th millionth time. I literally cannot stop saying it because I literally mean it so much. But I will talk to you guys next time. Bye, guys. Bye.